All right. So, I, I need to tell you why tonight I am particularly... I assume you heard that notification sound, right? <laughs> yeah, I tried not to laugh. It wasn't a notification, it was me texting Gregory. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay, let's move fast this. Now, now I wish that we had been recording all before this so that at least that would have context, because I feel like I'm going to be too lazy to cut that, that out. So I feel like yeah. I need to just leave it in. Um, Mikhail, you can probably infer the context. Okay, so I need to tell you why I am particularly miffed at you about being late. Okay. It's because Aaron discussed her desire of having some more ice cream tonight. Because we got a quart of kind of fancy local mint chip ice cream this weekend. Because mm-hmm. there's a there's like a small supermarket, not supermarket, grocery store, within walking distance. But it's kind of, it's a local place. It's not like a chain or anything. Things are kind of expensive there, and they don't have a lot of options. So your options mm-hmm. for ice cream are like uh, pints of ice cream that are like at least six dollars, if not more. And then uh, there is this local one that sells it in quarts that's like seven fifty or eight dollars. So still not great, but. Good ice cream for a better price than the other options, right? Mm-hmm. So we got this mint chip, and I asked Aaron, hey, do you want to have this ice cream before I record or after? And she said, after. I've been I've been sitting here as each second past uh, 7.15 my time ticks by is a second longer that I'm not going to be able to have ice cream. Ah, and that um, is the that is the main cause of my frustration up until the last five minutes. Well, I appreciate you communicating that with me, Mark. <laughs> um, How can we make this right, Grant? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> so, one, you could eat ice cream now and I could just start monologuing about the world and you can just mute mm-hmm. out yourself so you don't get ice cream noises. That is an option. Two... I will, in the future, try not to read too much in your specific language uh, and just infer importance and timeliness <laughs> all the time, even though your language seemed to imply you expecting a need for flexibility and willingness to be fine with that. Um, I could be fine with anything. It's not like I'm coming down your throat wait, saying that you had to be here at a certain time. I'm just I'm just telling you the, the situation, the the stress that I am under, the duress that okay. I have during this podcast being ice cream related. And I'm, I sincerely apologize that I was a part of that duress <laughs> creation. Um, and I genuinely wish that I had been aware of the situation more so that I could have acted to remedy it before it became a problem (laughs) um had i been aware of the situation i certainly would have made different decisions and uh would hopefully have been able to make less stress for you in your life (laughs) i feel like i just said i feel like i just listened to a voicemail (laughs) like like an official business voicemail on like a corporate answering machine (laughs) yeah (laughs) i sound dead inside or something yeah, something like that. Uh, okay. But in other news, 
the maybe final piece of Christmas decoration arrived today. Ah. After a... <coughs> oh, God. <laughs> you weren't supposed to acknowledge that. <laughs> I'll You're cut supposed it to out. cut it out. I will. Thank you. Uh, uh, after a very nice but failed attempt by Aaron's mom to send us a Christmas tree... We ended up getting a two-foot tabletop Christmas tree that I just wrapped in a string of lights that was way too many lights for such a small Christmas tree. But we got it done. It's sitting on the table. It just kind of it brings everything together, really. Hmm. In a sort of like fire hazard sort of way, if you got too many lights on it. Um. Well, I'm not. I'm not too worried about our modern LEDs burning down our fake oh, tree. But... Okay. Yeah. No, that's probably <laughs> smart. But... But but in yesteryear, yes, in exactly that sort of way, the the sort of the sort of festive spirit that can only be um, gained by a persistent um, anxiety about the things in your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing feels more like the holidays than praying that you don't burn everything to the ground. Mm-hmm. Really, really does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what are you doing? Sorry, what was that? <clears throat> I'm sorry. I said. So how are you doing? Oh, you know, we're we're doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like today was kind of crap, but like some days just got to be crap and so like it's NBD, but just like just, you know, we're we're doing. Mm-hmm. Had a good like past week or so, so that's been great, but you know, when you're at the top of the mountain, you got to come down sometimes. So, I guess that was just today. Yeah. Uh, but we're 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 doing. We're doing the do. Do you have any ice cream to look forward to? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, no, I don't. Unfortunately, or mm. fortunately, it's probably good that I don't. Because if I had like a quart of ice cream, I think I would eat the whole thing. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I don't. I don't mean in amount. I mean in kind. But that that uh, is a fair, uh, a fair thing to be aware of. It's it's important to be aware of those qualities in yourself. You know. Yeah. I, I tend to, like, really enjoy eating my emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if I'm just, like, feeling crummy, like, I'll just sit down with a pint or a quart either, honestly. And mm-hmm. regardless of which one it is, it's going to be gone by the time I get up. So this, this this is an interesting thing. So you like to eat your emotions. That makes me wonder, <laughs> Do you is do your emotions have a specific taste? Like, is there... If you have like, you know, I'm sure that there's a certain subtlety to it where like, you know, you have good emotions and bad emotions and bad emotions will lead a certain way. But is there subtlety within those bad emotions of like, this is an ice cream emotion and this is like a bag of chips emotion and this is a McDonald's emotion Mm. like or is it just kind of dealer's choice on any given bad emotion? Um, no, there probably are some I'm trying to think through. I feel like. Uh, maybe this isn't more like emotions. This is more like situations, but like, I'm feeling like kind of crummy and like, feel like just like treating myself to something fun and something that I wouldn't normally allow myself to do would like help bring me out of it. That's like a go out and get some like real crappy fast food and like a lot of it Mm -hmm. sort of emotion. Uh, but I'm trying to think of other things. Like frustrated with myself, that's like a eat a lot of something real spicy, like real like uncomfortably spicy because I just like I don't know, <laughs> just gotta punish myself, you know. 
Mm. It's not actually why, but when I'm frustrated, I eat spicy food sometimes. The spiciness is sort of a, like, cathartic masochism. Sure. Yeah, we can go with that. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just saying shit now. Or stuff now. Gosh. It's okay. Ready end. Honestly, a, uh, a single a single swear word after the phrase "cathartic masochism" is probably fine. <laughs> I'll still bleep <laughs> it out, but I'll be on I'll be on the lookout. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Have you attempted to bring yourself any more holiday cheer since the last time we checked in, and you had your single strand of lights on a banister, <laughs> if I remember correctly? <laughs> well, I got like lights inside. Okay. But no, I did not put it. Oh, I guess this doesn't count. But uh, I brought myself holiday cheer in. Uh, I guess it's related to the start of the episode, or start of the episode, kind of of like not necessarily the start, but earlier of like reducing my risk of burning the house down. I got a proper outdoor extension cord to connect my lights to the outlet. Uh, hey. Rather than daisy chained together. Uh, distinctively non-outdoor extension cords <laughs> with open outlets on them sure. that <laughs> would likely be not exactly the ideal solution in a climate where they will almost certainly be covered in moisture at some point. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's I felt good. good about that. Definitely. And it was on sale, so like win, 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 win. Because mm-hmm. holiday ho- holiday deals for that holiday cheer? Yeah, you know what we do. All right. It was like, it was like I had to buy it. Like it, it would have been, I'd be stupid if I hadn't like the more you spend, the more you save. Yeah. Like it's, it's like they were giving money away and all I had to do was spend money that I wasn't going to spend before I noticed that it was on sale. So like in reality, I like saved money, right? Like that's how it works. I mean, if nothing else, I assume that, uh, the, uh, you know, probably I assume less than like twenty dollars if not at least less than like yeah it's just like a couple bucks exactly so that's definitely cheaper than uh at least emotionally and time-wise than cashing in on a renter's insurance policy or something (laughs) yes certainly (laughs) and the plus is it's a little bit longer than my previous extension cord setup Hmm. so rather than having to route it across the top of the deck i was able to route it a couple inches in the opposite direction and then Mm. under the deck and back up. So now I don't have to play the game of how many weeks is this going to be here before Grant trips on it and like breaks a bone in his arm. Good. Good cable management. Yeah. I was happy. I was real proud of it. Yeah. We've kind of developed, I mean, I haven't really thought of it specifically this way, but we have sort of an outlet corner in this apartment Mm -hmm. um, with one big surge protector and another smaller surge protector and that's kind of where all the lights feed into. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of this small section of a wall where everything just sort of emanates from. Really the brains of the operation. But luckily it's like all mostly behind or nearby the nightstand and table. So it's not like a problem, which is good. Mm-hmm. And also that everything is basically wall mounted with command hooks. So it's a pretty good setup, I think. That's nice. Yeah. That's, yeah. Nasty festivities discontinue. Mm-hmm. Although I'm 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 really annoyed. I, I mean I'm annoyed at myself and the world. I ordered a Christmas present for Aaron, and it was supposed to be delivered last Thursday. And they attempted mm-hmm. a delivery, but I wasn't really thinking when I, I didn't think through everything when I ordered it. 
I was worried about, I don't even know what I was worried about, but, but for some reason in my head, I was worried about like Aaron trying to grab it or something. I don't know why, or maybe it was just an autofill thing. I don't know, but I sent it to Aaron's address, but to my name. Mm. And because it's an apartment and they have like a whole locker system thing, some Amazon and UPS and FedEx people will just kind of drop packages. They don't really bother. But this was a, I guess, just barely a large enough whatever item that they felt the need to try and put it in a locker or whatever. And so presumably they typed in my name, found nobody, and then said, oh, can't deliver it. Hmm. And then they, you know, they're supposed to leave the little, like, we missed you slip with a little number on it and everything. Mm-hmm. And there was one there that had literally nothing written on it. <clears throat> so I, I took a picture of it in case it wasn't mine and used the little info notice number that they use that you can, like, you kind of, like, use it to verify that, hey, they did attempted delivery so that you mm-hmm. can get in and try and find more information. I did that. And all it said was, yeah, this doesn't exist. This info notice number doesn't exist. Like, we we can't find this. And so I check back, and the next day, all it says is, held for customer pickup. Underneath it, it says, the recipient, or the receiver, I think is what it said, the receiver agreed to pick up this item. I was like, well, no, I certainly did not. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I also don't know where it's being held because there's no address uh, yeah. anywhere about where it's being held. So uh, through, uh, like I ordered it through the manufacturer and they have like a kind of their own tracking system and they have a thing on a map saying like, Hey, we think it's here. And so based on that, I was able to figure out where I think it is at a UPS center, but I'm kind of playing a game of chicken with UPS, hoping that they just bring it back out on a truck because Aaron ended up adding my name to the little parcel service here because you can just kind of add whoever mm-hmm. so that things can be delivered. And I was hoping that they just bring it back, that they just like try again, like once more. You had one failed delivery. Come on. And I've received no updates or anything like I have the whole like give me updates about this tracking number, but I received nothing after that fact. So... I really like I need to call them tomorrow and just see if it's there. But then I'm also worried like they seem to be really strict about IDs and stuff. And so like if I went alone, I'd have no like I'd have, I guess, an email with a tracking number in it. And that's not nothing. But they always say they require an ID and my ID would uh, very much not match what's on the box except for the name. Mm -hmm. And that's it. But the address would obviously be very wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm hoping that if Aaron comes with, then between the two of us and an email and stuff, they'd release it. But all of this is assuming that it's where I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's just a whole thing. And I'm very frustrated because it, it was such a dumb thing to like put my name down. Whatever my thinking was at the time has like no real rational reason for it like if at for whatever reason i was concerned like oh i don't want aaron to like accidentally open this package or something like well of course like it doesn't matter like any notification of a package goes to her anyway and then i typically often go grab them like whatever i'd know when it was delivered and i would know to say Mm -hmm. hey don't look at this package (laughs) yeah uh so so i'm frustrated by that when with it being christmas time you like should always be careful opening packages because like Mm -hmm. If you get caught snooping, Santa will blow your eyes out. Yeah, that is that is what they say. Yeah. 
That is what they say. Well, shoot your eye out. No, blow your eyes out. Well, I was, I was Quote to my father. I was quoting the Christmas story. Or a oh, Christmas is that, story. Is that oh, it? is that actually an actual thing? Well, there's like the... It's like an I old just... movie from whenever. Who who cares when? It, sometime in the between the 60s and the 80s. Called A mm-hmm. Christmas Story, I think. And uh, there's like a little boy in it who wants a, a Red Rider BB gun or something like that. I don't remember what. And I think it's like mm-hmm. his mom or something... Is always like, no, you can't get one. It'll, you'll shoot your eye out. And that's like a recurring thing throughout the entire movie, is you'll shoot your eye out. Hmm. Yeah. But I've only seen it once, so my memory is pretty shoddy on that. Yeah. Shall we see what you brought us on this lovely Monday evening? Yeah, I say we shall. And maybe we can, yeah. <laughs> maybe we can even talk about it for a little bit. <laughs> Maybe, but like it doesn't need to be too long, and then we can get to yours. Uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> You're on first comic duty, man, not me. <laughs> I know. Grant has brought us Grand Avenue by Mike Thompson. We have a young girl sitting in a uh, an armchair reading, I don't know, a book or a magazine or something. It looks very much like a grandmother type armchair which is fitting because there is a lady who uh, i'm just going to assume is her grandmother and not a very old looking mother is standing next to her holding a big cardboard box full of some stuff like a tennis racket and maybe a vase and maybe a book and the grandmother is saying i hit all the garage sales in the neighborhood and got some great deals and the girl says It looks like a lot of trash to me. And the grandmother says, One man's trash is another man's treasure. And the girl, staring straight into our souls through the panel of the comic, says, Now I understand why treasure gets buried. (laughs) So, Mark, do you have have a quick, quick comic comic art complaint? Since we don't do those too frequently. Here we go. Since we don't do those too frequently. Anymore. Uh, well, yeah. I am very annoyed with the fact that the stripes on the chair and the lamp are almost the exact same color as the background of the comic. (laughs) Nah, yeah, I guess that's valid. I was going (laughs) to try to rip on you for this complaint, but... They are the same color, or the lamp's different, but the stripes on the chair are the same color. The lamp is, like, a little different in that, like, it's a little bit, I guess, lighter and brighter, but, like, only barely. Mm-hmm. Do you it, think it's, it's like it's a... It's like, it's like they used the fill tool and then looked at the lamp and was like, no, that's just a little too cheesy. Let me change that up a little bit. And just, like, clicked <laughs> a slider on, like, a gradient whatever mm-hmm. thing real fast. Yeah. Do you think it's like a... How they, like, in early animation gave, like, all the characters, like, gloves or mittens so it's easier <laughs> to animate their hands. Or, like, things, like, that aren't important to the scene, like, the background just get, like, less complicated so they don't have to draw as much complicated stuff. I mean, this has nothing to do with complication. It's so simple to just make the background any other color or the chair or the lamp. It's such a small thing. But they didn't. And maybe, maybe they would say it's to accentuate how much of an old person's home this clearly is. 
because the color really fits that, but uh, I still don't like it. Or maybe it's so that it doesn't distract you from the actual purpose of the comic, and then you've just taken that idea and turned it on its head by becoming distracted by the thing that's intentionally not supposed to be distracting. That's just what I do. I'm here to I'm here to flip people's minds. Ooh, Mark the Mind Flipper. I don't know if that's creepy or cool sounding. Definitely one of them. I, uh, I, I think it's pretty bland, honestly. <laughs> it sounds either creepy or cool to me, but I don't know which yet. Come back next week to find out. Like, like imagine if... Are you aware of the show Mind Freak with Chris Angel? Okay, I'm not, but I've... <laughs> I'm suddenly getting a pop culture reference in a TV show that I okay. never understood before of like somebody like throwing cards in someone else's face and yelling mind freak. <laughs> what show is this? <laughs> we don't need to go into it. It's not important. Okay. Uh, but yes, all, all I was going to say, I think that does fit. That's more of a David Blaine thing than a Chris Angel thing, but it fits. Uh, but all I was going to say is imagine if a show called Mind Freak that was about that sort of stuff was instead called like Mind Flipper. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that sounds more like, uh, <gasps> that sounds more but like in- a psychic dolphin. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Yeah. Instead of Chris Angel, it's a dolphin. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> it's just Mind Freak with Mind Flipper. <laughs> Wouldn't that be like, it'd be like the next movie in like the, wasn't there a whole like series of movies about like Flipper the dolphin or something? Uh, yes, I think so. Well, I was it's just going to say that one. that like that is more like Mind Flipper is like if the movie Flipper existed when Douglas Adams wrote Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which I hope is not a reference. That, okay. Are you familiar with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Grant? Um. Well, it's unimportant, but what I was going <laughs> to but what I'm going to tell you just so that you get my reference unfriended. is there is a scene in the book. Uh, where Earth is about to get destroyed, and then all the dolphins, who are the second most intelligent species on Earth, uh, behind rats, third are humans, uh, the mm. dolphins all leave in some mechanism and say, so long and thanks for all the fish. Mm. Bye, Flipper. So, that's your reference. Okay. Anyway... After that lovely tangent, see this is this first comics are the best. They're always they're always the most uh, juicy of fruits. Are they though? I think so. I think we just juiced all the juice it had. Nah, what were you gonna say? What did you actually want to talk about? Um, even if it's not as cool as Mind Flipper. <laughs> God, you're just not gonna let that go. You're so proud of that. Um, I'm sorry, I'm quickly rereading to try to remember what I wanted to talk about because you got me so flustered here. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Mark, do you, do you often or have you found tra- or no treasure in other people's trash before? Like kind of stuff? <sighs> I'm, I'm trying to think. So I, I feel like when I was younger, garage sales were always an exciting time because mm-hmm. you were a kid and everything felt like treasure. So having like 10 bucks to spend at a garage sale was a really fun time. And when I was a kid, it felt like every summer someone was having a crazy garage sale that you could go to in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I always had a good time. So that's like the first thing that comes to mind is just there's definitely a lot of random stuff that I did get. Like I got a I never had a Game Boy growing up and then someone at a garage sale was selling a Game Boy Color. 
and I got a Game Boy Color in two games for like 10 bucks as like a seventh grader mm-hmm. or something like that. And that was awesome. <laughs> Heck yeah. I was so enamored because I'd never had anything like it. And obviously it was, I was way behind because everybody else at that point had like a Nintendo DS. So a Game Boy Color is a bit uh, rough around the edges <laughs> in comparison, mm-hmm. but hey, it was good enough for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so that that comes to mind. I don't think this really counts because it's obviously not trash, but just buying things used or secondhand, like like not a garage sale, because a garage sale is like the closest form of, this isn't literally trash, because if it was literally trash, we'd be throwing it out. It's it's enough not trash that we feel like we can indeed earn some money from it, right? Mm-hmm. A tier above that is going to used shops, so like... I got a guitar that I used at camp from a from a music go round. It's mm-hmm. you know a secondhand music store, and that's great. Like getting like used musical instruments. It like yeah. the people who sold it back, like they sold it back. They got some money for it, but so it's not actually trash. And maybe it's like who would think of like I'm gonna throw out this trumpet. I'm gonna throw out this guitar. Right. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't really think that way unless it was literally broken. So, but, but in a sense, it's their trash and, and, and it's wonderful that like, there's always going to be people who can make use of used instruments that still work well, because instruments typically are designed to work for a really long time, as long as they're cared for in a reasonable way. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. Um, so, so that's, that's another thing that comes to mind, uh, mm-hmm. is this guitar that I really like that I still have that I got at a used, um, instrument shop for probably like. I don't know. I mean, it was definitely at least a hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars cheaper than trying than buying the same guitar new. And mm-hmm. it was it, it was in base it was in basically perfect condition for all that I cared. Uh, so that was great. I'm trying to think if there's anything like. Okay, so I feel like at this point I just need to discuss our, our mutual friend Greg, mm. who I'm basically a hundred percent sure has never listened to this show. Uh, but people who do listen to the show will be very familiar with the sort of things that I'm about to say. Greg is literally a dumpster diver. Okay, yeah. Here's where here's the juicy stuff I'm looking for. So, if I remember correctly, one of the couches that he had with roommates for a couple years was... Oh, gross. <laughs> Maybe it was a table. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Some piece of furniture was certainly... Can we just call found, it a table and make me feel better? Yeah, it was Couch a table, is sure. gross. Table's uh, great. Found, I think, post-dorm move-out when they just have, like, big bins that you can just, like, like big storage bins that people can just kind of haul their furniture that they don't want to, like, move home or anything. And that, like, you know, you're going home for a summer. Like, you may, maybe don't have the ability to do anything with this furniture or it just broke or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So you do stuff like that. He'd literally go at key points of this of the year which is typically move in and move out times to go look for stuff so he has a like winter vest that like brand new is probably like a i think he said like definitely like a close to 100 dollar like down vest 180 says aaron so like an almost 200 dollar down vest that had like a small tear in it and that was it mm-hmm. and it was in the dumpster so he grabbed yeah. that on a less permanent basis uh <laughs> He and some people pranked another friend oh, when God. they went dumpster diving and 
found like i don't know something that looked like a hundred loaves of bread (laughs) that were unopened that someone had thrown away (laughs) what like like fresh like yeah good solid loaves of bread that were in the garbage for whatever reason uh, they took all these and blocked their friend's door with it. So that was kind of funny. And then I think they managed to sell all that bread on Facebook Marketplace to someone else. <laughs> oh, my God. So this is the sort of world that he lives in. And just so, like, everybody knows, like, he's just a guy who's living in Minneapolis who, like, works for a law firm, makes good money, but is incredibly cheap <laughs> and loves getting a deal. <laughs> yeah. And he knows what he wants to spend his money on, and it is not normal things (laughs) so that's like the most ultimate example that i can think of of like just a regular person who's in a regular situation in life like me but chooses to do that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. and and it's not like i look obviously it's not like i look down on him it's just a point of hilarity like it's just such a weird thing that like growing up nothing in my upbringing would lead me to want to do this as part of my life as like an event that I do regularly after college. Mm-hmm. Like I'd want to be an adult and feel like I'm doing regular adult things. Is, isn't getting a, de- a good deal an adult thing though? <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's like his way of doing this. It's like the most extreme of extreme couponing, if you will. Yeah. But no one's gonna make a TV show about him, I don't think. I don't know. Like, I'll take uh, that bet. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's just so yeah. So that that's a case that that's the that's the most legitimate case of taking someone's trash and having it be your treasure. Mm-hmm. As I said, the most I've gone is a garage sale or a used music store, and nothing else really comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Because, um, okay. I mean, I guess I have, like, I have a refurbished computer, but that's, again, mm-hmm. that's, like, a different thing where, like, it probably was actually someone's trash in the sense that if it's refurbished, it's because someone returned it or was broken or whatever, and then they fixed it up and then sold it again, like, the mm-hmm. actual company. And, but it was uh, probably the company's treasure, not really yours, because... True. Yeah. But at the same... But in a sense, it was in that, like... You know, the computer that I got, because it was refurbished, was, again, several hundred dollars cheaper than um, buying it, what would be considered brand new. But the refurbished is as good as brand new for me, because it hasn't caused a problem for me. You know, for all intents and purposes, it is brand new. It it looked brand new when I got it, and it worked brand new. So, Mm -hmm. no issues here. Um, but, but that's also, again, like, that's like a point of removal of, like, there's a difference between that and then someone who, like will buy a super piece of equipment off Craigslist because they want to play with it and fix it up. Mm-hmm. And I've thought about doing that at points, but, you know, I don't need more computers and I don't really have enough stuff to do with them. So mm-hmm. so that is my that is my relationship with trash. Actually, no, mm-hmm. I will consider one last example, which is my favorite days of getting pizza are when we get pizza where Aaron doesn't want the crust. And it's and it's getting increasingly sad that Aaron seems to enjoy crust more and more because that was like my favorite thing for like several years was I loved the crust of pizza so much. And I'd get all these wonderful discarded tasty pieces of crust to have mm-hmm. in addition to my regular slices of pizza. If you wanted me to keep giving you 
the crust, then you should stop making fun of me for giving you the crust. Problem solved. I haven't made fun of you in years for that. <laughs> for reals, Mark, don't roast people for good, like, behavior. And after all this, Aaron is now watching a, a, a YouTube video that we always watch together. She's watching it without me. No, I was watching the old one. over that's when we watched last week okay never mind i take it back aaron's the best she's waiting for me i feel real uncomfortable being here now i feel like i'm interrupting (laughs) something i feel like i have this whole evening (laughs) you're fine grant don't worry i feel like i'm your mistress or something just like in the corner like in the way Uh, um but yes in either case disregarding that interjection um (laughs) I love having crusts <laughs> left okay. over or just in general, any leftover food, you know, like it, it's always nice when there's a certain asymmetry of like, oh, there are things that I don't like that Aaron likes and vice versa. Mm-hmm. We can kind of mooch off each other and it feels like we both won. We mm-hmm. Both won with a little extra. That's when you know you're truly in love. Yeah. So, so that's my, that's my wholesome version, much more wholesome than dumpster diving for um, couches and or tables and or bread. <clears throat> The bread one just gets me at that makes me uncomfortable. Know. It was a it was a wild Snapchat that I got. Uh <laughs> yeah, I bet. with with no explanation of just just many loaves of bread piled up against a door. <laughs> Way more loaves of bread than anyone would feel comfortable buying for themselves for the sake of a prank. I can tell you that. Or possessing period. <laughs> well that too. The, the, he was a bit miffed by the time that it was that the that I think several sales had gone through before they finally managed to get rid of it for a profit. <laughs> uh, so, wow, was a yeah. Well, should we move was, on? That was or? a lot. I, I don't know. Do you do you have anything to share? Like, I feel like you're much more of a thrifty person than I am. Yeah, like I don't know. I I turn a lot of my own trash into treasure from time to time. <laughs> like taking something that's broken or like is not very useful and turning it into something else. I'm actually just noticing because it's, I am noticing it's in a box that's sitting next to me. Uh, (laughs) Like in college, I needed like uh, some way to like water a plant in my room. And like, I was having troubles because like I kept spilling the water because I couldn't get it like in far enough into the plant. And like, I looked Mm. up online and like you get these little watering cans with like a little like pointed spout thing that you could just kind of like get all the way up in there to do it and i almost bought one of those i was like wait no i got a pen that broke yesterday and so i took the pen and like took the pieces apart and kind of put them back together in the wrong way in a way that made a bit of a spout and then like shoved it through mm. the cap of a plastic bottle and then i had a watering can nice it looked a lot like a bong to be honest but <laughs> it was definitely a watering can despite what all the people who saw it said <laughs> <laughs> No, guys, I, I take my drug paraphernalia I, paraphernalia seriously. I wouldn't one off it this way. <laughs> yeah, also like a plastic, like it's just a bad idea altogether. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I also like, I've had a couple instances of like f- someone's about to throw something away. I'm like, wait, you throwing that away? No, give that to me. I'll take it. Hmm. Stuff like that. I don't talk to people frequently yeah. enough for that to happen. I know you don't. You're antisocial like that. Uh, hey, that's mean. <laughs> What's wrong with being antisocial? 
It's I'm a natural not antisocial. Thing. It, that's a that's a very bad way of phrasing how I am. But I, I, I'm just you are putting to think... all the negative feelings on this. I meant that in not oh. a negative way at all. Okay, you are projecting here. Sure. Anyway, uh, well, I, what I was going to say though is like my story. No, uh, uh-uh. no, I just no. have a clarifying question. Okay, I'm clarifying. I'm trying to think of social situations that I would be in, even in like normal times, where I would learn about someone throwing something away that I would want. Mm-hmm. Or is it just that the thing, like, is it that you are getting really cool things that someone wants to throw out, or you just have, as we've discussed before, a better mind for the most mundane things that you would like to keep and repurpose for some reason? Uh, Maybe all of the above? I don't know. Probably the second one more. <laughs> okay. Like, all of my Christmas decorations are stuff that would have been either thrown away or donated had I not said, like, hey, are you going to get rid of those? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll take them. Like, stuff is this like, like coworkers that. or just like neighbors? No, this is family members. Oh, who are okay, like that's telling me different. about like getting something new, and it's like, oh, like what about your old one? Yeah, that that feels that feels a lot different. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like I like when I was an RA at like move out time, I had a resident who had like expensive LED strip lighting that they'd bought to put in their room. Mm-hmm. And I saw them, like, carrying it in a bag out towards the dumpsters. And I, like, yelled at them. I was like, hey, what are you doing with that? And he's like, I'm throwing it away. I lost the controller. And I'm like, you know, come back here. Give that to me. Because it's, like, a good amount of money worth of this, like, like $50 worth of this LED strip lighting that was, like, mm-hmm. decent stuff. And he lost the $5 controller and he was throwing it away? Like, heck no. <laughs> like, give enough. that to me. I can use it. And I have used it in multiple projects. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. thing that got me thinking today was I was looking for a small chunk of like a polished granite for a project that I'm working on. Just like a square foot or less. So I called up like a granite countertop place and I just kind of asked, I was like, hey, like, do you guys like have anything like this or is this like way too small for you guys to deal with? And the lady's like, hey, give me a second. So she like, clearly puts me on hold and then comes back and she's like yeah so do you know like where our store is and i'm like yeah and she's like okay north side of the store there's a black trailer it's going to the dump tomorrow anything in there take it if you want it nice. so i just drove up and i got like the perfect thing exactly what i wanted for total free because it was like literally their trash and it saves mm-hmm. them from having to take it to the dump yeah i'm sure that they were really happy to be rid of this uh you know well, Six square inches of granite or whatever. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's no, nothing yeah, off their back to let yeah, someone exactly. just go and dig through it. Yeah. And they could put another chunk in that spot now. True. Now they could hold off another five minutes. Mm-hmm. I so. can't disagree with that. Nice. Yeah. And I'm thrilled because I got exactly what I wanted and I didn't have to pay nothing. Mm-hmm. I feel Good. like I won. Yeah. I wish that there were more places or more things that I was interested in where there were places that were clearly, like, in the business of having, like, refuse that would be useful. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that I can call up Best Buy and ask what electronics they're, dis- they're, they're going to bring to the dump today. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that would go over well. <laughs> Probably not. I would like you to know that I picked this comic specifically because I think you would enjoy reading it. Okay, here we go. Ooh, we got Please Listen to Me. By by Matt, um, 
Yeah, please listen to me by Matt. Um, so <laughs> say it phonetically, like it's a <laughs> Lubchansky. There you go. By Matt Lubchansky. So we got we got a man and a woman who are walking walking through a majestic field. The woman says, "I don't know about you, but this current season of the show really has lo- or has really lost me." man responds I get where you're coming from suddenly he's interrupted by random man with a angry look on his face popping out of the grass wrong you're wrong woman says huh you're trespassing in the arguing lands this show is actually good debate me you must debate me using only facts your feelings may not enter into it fact one your brain is broken to the point where you are subhuman to me. Your turn. The lady walking away waves. I guess you win. And the arguing man uh, in much pain and anguish, almost as if he was like Anakin being burned on Mustafar, yells, Why won't anyone debate me? He looks like he's in a lot of pain. His eyes are like welling up with tears and like, his mouth is real big. I, I will say that uh, that po- that very specific poll makes up for the multiple references you did not get earlier in this episode. <laughs> Good. That makes me feel better. I'm not sure. Like, I knew exactly what you were saying. I'm not honestly not sure I would have been able to pull Mustafar off the top of my head. Once you said <laughs> it, I knew you were correct, but I don't think I would have gotten it on my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. I I enjoyed reading that. That was kind of fun. Glad to hear it. Well, reading through this guy's backlog, the entire thing, like as you could see, the comic is called "Please Listen to Me," and it's all just caricatures of people like the guy who pops out of the field, <laughs> mm-hmm. just all in like slightly different situations of why they should be listened to, sort of thing. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I I wanted to ask you briefly, because there are other podcasts I listen to that kind of have this little, like to talk about things that they like every once in a while. Uh, Mm -hmm. Are there any, like, are there any shows or anything that you are watching these days that you actually, that you are enjoying Mm. that you would recommend? I'm trying to think. I feel like not. Or maybe I'll just put it more broadly. Any pieces of media that you've enjoyed recently? Okay, I can go with enjoyed recently. Because uh, I feel like things that I like, I've, like, binged them fast enough that I'm done with them in, like, a week. So, like, watching is hard for me to answer. But, like, I very much enjoyed The Expanse. That's, uh, that's like, the Prime Video one, right? Yeah, it's okay. so good. I enjoy that a lot. Uh, I recently watched Alex Rider which I think might have been another Prime thing or Amazon thing. I don't know. Is that like Alex Ryder as in like the teen spy? Yeah, I feel like I've talked about this with you previously. It's been so long since I've read those books that I like it wasn't. I (laughs) I couldn't quite remember. (laughs) Maybe I haven't because you have read the books. No, you haven't talked to me about that. Yeah, I watched it because I just like saw it pop up and I was like, yo, I read those books. I wonder if this Mm -hmm. is even half decent. Mm-hmm. And I watched the first episode and I was like, that was actually like kind of good. And like, 
Because the season's like based off of one of the books. And I was like, I read this long enough ago that I remember like stuff happens, but I don't remember exactly what. So it's almost like extra tension. And it was very enjoyable. I liked it a lot, actually. Other things. I don't know. The The comic made me think of the TV show, The 100, because I have watched that. And I have a coworker who has watched it slash was watching it all through the last season. And we always have a disagreement and she is objectively wrong about like, she just hates the main character who is the like protagonist of the show. She just hates them. And like, Mm -hmm. they're, they're the hero of the show. Like, like why are you watching it? If you hate the main character, like it just, Mm -hmm. it makes no sense. It's like, watching like the mickey mouse club if you hate mickey mouse like (laughs) have you asked have you asked to debate her using only facts and feelings may not enter into it yes exactly (laughs) because her only argument is just like well i don't like her well and i totally get your point of just like the frustration of i hate this fundamental part of this show but i'm gonna keep watching it and you're like why just because you like feel like you want to keep complaining about something like what do you like about it like i always find that interesting of like especially as i've been like reading more this year i i i'm always thinking with like the next thing that i want to read or even the next show or movie i feel like i want to watch it's like there's so much out there in the world i like i don't want to waste my time on stuff i don't like you know yeah Yeah. but i also don't want to get paralyzed by like worrying about oh i don't like this that much so maybe i should just quit now maybe it'll get better you know so who knows but that is always interesting of like this well-established thing of like oh you instantly don't like the main character like you said like what's what's leading you on (laughs) yeah and it's like like i get it that the main character isn't like an objectively good person but like Mm -hmm. that's part of the story is like how they have like done something bad or whatever and they grow from it Mm -hmm. and like that personal growth is like an important and integral part of the story but it's like no they just suck because they did that bad thing one time just Mm -hmm. like that's like oh i don't know it's, <laughs> i shouldn't have brought it up i'm getting like heated again and like i haven't talked with this coworker about this in like months like this uh-huh. is so irrational that i'm getting so frustrated about this still sounds like someone needs to send a strongly worded email <laughs> oh my god don't no i can't it's just set, set up a quick zoom call tomorrow god I'll set, I'll set up a team's meeting put it on the calendar yeah <laughs> I just just call it a quick discussion as the topic. <laughs> One fifteen, a quick discussion. You have it a hundred minutes long, and then have in the notes be prepare yourself to get wrecked because you're wrong. No, just a link to this comic. Mm-hmm.